Check, check, check. One, two. One, two. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to a Sunday kind of podcast. I am your host and transformational coach, Jomar Gomez. Uh, I'm trying something a little different right now. I'm recording um, a video along with this podcast because I'm playing I'm playing bigger I'm dreaming bigger this year and uh, part of doing that is taking some risks um, and uh, this is one of those risks right you always got to take creative risks so we'll see where this goes um, yeah we'll see what happens and um, we'll lean into the unknown, which is, <laughs> yeah, that's that's sort of what I invite my clients to do. Uh, so today, ah, let me just ground in, feeling a little bit jittery. Um, today, oh, right on cue with the music <laughs> coming down. Um, hmm. Hmm. Uh, today, I want to do three things. I want to expand a little bit more on desire and why we start with desire uh, if we're going to draw out your your vision, what you want for your life. I'm going to talk about that. Uh, I talked about how to create a powerful vision from uh, the Enneagram types 8, 9, and 1 last week um so t- today i'll uh, talk about how to create a powerful vision for enneagram types two three and four and then the last thing i'll do is i'll invite you um i'll invite you to take that step and and tap into your desire so you can create your vision that's what's coming up okay so desire first thing desire here's the deal desire is a basic fundamental experience of what it means to be human it's part of it's part of what we get to do on this planet right it's part of what we get to have what we get to experience Most of us were never taught how to have a proper relationship with desire. Uh, Maybe we were taught we wanted too much. Maybe we were taught wanting something is of the devil, right? So for for those of you who maybe grew up in a religious household, um, maybe wanting something is selfish or maybe wanting something will make you look silly. I'll tell you a story. Um, earlier this week, I was uh, I was in charge of getting the kids dressed and taking them to school that morning. And Maxwell runs in, my son, he's seven, and he comes in with this hoodie and he gets really excited. There's a lot of energy in his body. He's like, Dad, I'm going to wear this hoodie. Right? Desire. And he comes in and he shows it to me. And at first glance, I see like Christmas colors, right? And 
I responded with, oh, I don't know, buddy, like, that's that's Christmas colors. I don't know if you're going to want to wear that, you know, or past Christmas. Um, but it's up to you. It's what you want, right? Uh, and I felt his energy. It was subtle, but I felt his energy shift, right? And his eyes were big, and it kind of got a little bit smaller, and I caught myself. And I was like, oh, oh, no, I... I I impacted his desire in that moment and I started to make him think about what others might perceive him because he's wearing a a Christmas hoodie, you know, three weeks into January. And so I paused and then, you know, I got down to his level, called him over. I was like, hey, buddy, come back, come back, come back. And like, my bad, dude, like if this is what you want, this is this feels good to you i think you should wear it i think it's a great call like wear what you want it's awesome and fortunately we recovered in that moment and his eyes got big again and he did end up wearing the hoodie that day and all went well and um you know that's that's a little bit about desire right you can see how our relationship with desire, even at an early age, could be mixed up by our early holding environments, whether it's through a parent, whether it's through the schools you went to, whether it's you know the families you were in, your friends, whatever it might be, desire is always impacted. And in that moment, I may have you know imprinted something in his consciousness that if he wants something, he might look silly. And... Um, Oh, it's painful for me to admit that, um, but it's important for me to admit that because I'm I'm still walking my walk uh, on this and this journey to desire, and I want to model to you all how I'm not here saying I got this all perfect, but I'm here to say let's let's walk in this path together and 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 explore, continue to explore what desire looks like for all of us. Um. So, so when I work with clients, you know, and we do true transformation work, right? We're not here to just have nice conversation. Like my desire when I work with clients is transformation. And if we're going to make that happen, we start with their desire. We want to rewire whatever conditioning your brain has had and we want to reset it to that original childlike setting, you know, that setting that Maxwell had where it wasn't even in his mind to think about what others might think of him. He was just about desire. He was just about like what feels good on his body. And desire is innocent and it's pure, right? It's not tainted by the outside world. So that's what we want to get back to and what we want to tap into again. You know, it's still in all of us and we just kind of have to dig through it. And I think of like different desire and vision conversations I had with clients this week. Um, One of them wanted to start a firm and she wanted to 5X her salary, you know, from, from six, you know, lower six figures to above 500K. And she wanted to invest in a hundred companies and it felt really bold, right? And in that visioning session, what came up was that, like, it feels like I'm wanting too much, 
It feels like my desire is leading me into this place where I want too much. And am I allowed to have that? Right? So there's something we can explore there. And then a couple other clients, you know, their desire, once we gave them that space was, it wasn't about something bold and audacious. And it wasn't something about conquering the world. It was something where they just wanted to find their partner and they wanted to start a family and they were their their um, deepest desire was just to have a companion right and the story that came up after they admitted that was um, I don't know if I'm allowed like I don't know if I'm worthy enough of this desire I don't know if somebody will love me enough you know and so that's the that's the tender and precious thing about desire is um, it surfaces some of these old beliefs that we may have been conditioned with and um, it's a courageous step right because these old beliefs our ego is going to want to hang on to them and if we're going to transform we have to accept that part of ourselves and and have grace towards it right and be curious with it and if we're going to create a new life one with with new results new circumstances um, some of these beliefs will will need to be accepted be integrated right and 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 you know let the ego know like hey this is still a part of me but i'm ready for something new so so that's a bit about vision and desire i hope that's helpful um and uh yeah yeah i think now I'll, I'll switch to the the different types types two three and four and how um how i think those types should should start to play with their own vision and desire okay so Type two, the helper or the giver. Let me start with that. And and how to create a powerful vision if you lead with this type. So the, the lie that the type two, the helper believed, is that your needs do not matter. Or or you they don't matter first, right? You sort of have to um kind of hold them down first, right? They they can't be watched out first. And that for your needs to be met, everyone else's needs must be met first. So there's this craving, right? This deep craving to to be seen and to be known and to be sort of held and loved, right? And the lie that the type to believed is that um, the ego structure said, okay, let's be super intuitive about what others need. So that way we can finally allow ourselves to relax. And so what happens is that there's this seeking to control really the universe. There's a seeking to give the world what it needs. Um, and the, the motivation behind that is like, I want to, to just be given what I need, what I need and I want to be helped and and given to and so for type twos a powerful vision is about including your own well-being first 
Uh, it's about visualizing your days, your weeks, and your months with this feeling of um, having your needs met first. Having your needs met first. And it might involve making vulnerable requests, you know, and, and letting go of wanting to control a rescue and just allowing to, to first begin with, like, what would um, inform my well-being right now? What would make me feel really good, right? And begin with that feeling of having your needs met first, what that would look and go from there. Remember that it's really, really natural for you to focus on others, to help others, right? Because again, there's this craving to be taken care of. And your belief is like, I got to take care of others first. And the the invitation in this new vision is to remember that self-care is not selfish, right? Setting boundaries is essential if you want to sustain your giving. So whatever your vision might be, right? Whatever you're wanting to create this year, the invitation is to stop trying to control the universe and able to just acknowledge that other forces are at play and that everyone is on their own journey, right? Allow this humility to give up perhaps maybe your pride and the illusion that you personally have to make things happen or you have to rescue others, right? So that you will be taken care of and allow yourself to just surrender to what will be and allow freedom to arise from that surrender in a more open and authentic way and this really comes this this freedom comes when you you believe that we can all just take care take take our rightful place as equals in and sort of co-journeys in our relationships and everyone can just live in their own truths you know and you can live in this truth of i will be I can, I can have my needs met. Um, and so when you release that burden, you can give yourself permission and freedom to, to not know or not do or just to receive and take in as much as, as you want to you wanna give or not give and allow yourself to be replenished. That's the vision for you and create your goals from that place. Um, the type three, checking on time here. Okay, we're still good. The type three, uh, the achiever or, um, yeah, the achiever is really the best name for this. The lie that the, the type three believed is that you can't be your true self in the world. Yeah, the richness and the complexity of your emotions, like that, the identity, the truth of who you are, the whole of who you, who you are, the the belief is that that's too that can't be accepted by the world. So then the ego structure said, "This is the lie that we're believing." It said we have to achieve success to be seen. Right? This is this is how we will. This is our value proposition to the world. And the truth is, success isn't necessary for you to have value. There's so much inherent value in you already for just being you regardless of what you've achieved or not. So the invitation for your vision is to create this balance between ambition and authenticity, this uh, balance between ambition and truthfulness. Set playful goals. Set goals that are 
bold that are actually impossible <laughs> to achieve. And, you know, the vision, the feeling behind that goal is just about learning who you are and what you love and what you enjoy, what makes you laugh, uh, what has you feeling good in your body. And that's the vision, right? You're so used to just making things happen and closing closing off your tasks and the vision is to really let go of that way of being and step into this new place where um, the value is inherent allow yourself to see that the universe and all things within it operate according to their own laws and that they can be allowed to do so without your assistance right and, and, and invite yourself to just step away from this doer mentality, this driver mentality that that has to make things happen, um, to let go of that and allow just the reality to unfold on its own and that there's something bigger that's working through us all. And the world has its own momentum in mind, so you can move in harmony with, with this uh, rather than trying to impose your will all the time. So that's the sort of vision, that's the place in which you want to feel into as you're, you're setting, uh, setting your goals this year. And finally, the type four, the individualist. Uh, the lie that the type four believed is that they are too much for the world. For, the, for your parents, your siblings, your friends, your emotions are too much, you're too sensitive. Um, the other sort of side of that could be you're not enough right to belong here you're you're not enough to fit in there's a inadequacy about you um so there's this feeling of like who who do i be who do i be then and the truth is you can be as big or as little or as sensitive or as too much as you want to be whenever you want to be and the world can handle it the world needs your uniqueness it needs your authenticity it needs you to, to live in your fullness because as you do that, there's so much like art and beauty that emerges out of it. Your whole life can be an art. So focus on goals that foster self-acceptance and uniqueness. Your vision should be about celebrating your individuality and not, not conforming to external expectations. Um, embrace the creative energy in your goal setting. Um, and again, you know, like watch out for the feeling of is this going to be enough or is this going to be too much, right? And, 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 you know, hold a lot of compassion and grace toward yourself as you embrace your creative energy. And, and vision, visioning means remembering that by definition you are original, perfect, and connected to everything. You don't need others um, to make yourself feel special. You, you know, you don't need so much connection with others to feel special. You belong and you are whole and you are perfect. And there's miss, there's nothing missing in your connection to, to the source of, of all like levels of being and meaning, right? It's only in your fear that separates you. So this could open up the possibility of inviting more feeling of equanimity and acceptance into your life into your relationship with others in the universe and just trusting that that you are enough just the way you are so 
visualize that feeling as you hear my words visualize that feeling in the body and then create goals from that place okay so i hope this has been helpful um it's been a real pleasure to create this content for you and my invitation for you is if any of this is resonating it's landing well with you um, to reach out you know and if, if you feel like you can't do this visioning journey or tapping into your desired journey on your own to reach out and um we'll send a we'll, we'll create an emergence session together where we can create a space for for the next uh, version of you uh, to emerge take care and uh good luck